because what's going on guys and welcome to totally blitz podcast we in the motherfucking fight club right now we talking yeah, the ufc apex we got a fucking fight on our hands and before we introduce our host for the show please go down and like this video subscribe to the channel and if you're if you haven't already check us out on our podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts spotify apple podbean google don't matter we're there check us out but let's get into it. These are your hosts. I'm Paul, pick and win them concha, the sports encyclopedia, the drunk gambler. I got two drinks on me today. And who's with me? Count them one, two. Hey, Mike, Mike, you go. Hey, what's going on, y'all boys? It's PT, man. You already know how we coming. Hey, man. So, like, I wouldn't say my name, but, like, you, are, you should already know that by now. <laughs> but if you don't. I don't give a fuck. But today is something special. That boy Paul came in here extra hot. I because if you don't know, tomorrow is my dog's birthday. Beep. You know what I'm saying? So I had to hit my dog with a quick happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Stop playing with him, man. Happy birthday to you. Yes, sir, man. And I can't ask for a best crowd around me right now for my birthday, and I can't ask for a best subject to talk about than motherfucking fighting. Let's get right, man. So, hey, man, what is this, UFC Vegas or UFC Fight Night? What they call in this one? It's another Vegas. Every non-pay-per-view is Fight Night, but when they end the Apex, it's UFC Vegas. Vegas. I think it's Vegas. Vegas uh 58. I could be wrong. I don't want to say, but we on another UFC Vegas. So, so after that last, before we get too deep into it, I'm not gonna I always like to talk about the Apex, right? So after that last fight with um the Scramblers, what was Gamrod it versus Tazorkin. Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. Kind of big Apex fan now. I'm kind of starting to love the Apex, everything about it. Cause like it's literally, it's like, it's like the bubble. Just, well, it actually is the bubble, but like, <laughs> yeah, <it's the> bubble. <laughs> but it's just like, it's so like one-on-one, like if you wanted to be a new fighter in a place and like the crowds is cool. You got to get used to the crowds eventually, but if you just wanted to just straight off put on a show and show your skills, there's no place better to do that. Well, maybe, maybe in the streets, but besides for that, there's nobody better else to do that. Now, I've honestly grown, I've grown to really enjoy the Apex just because I feel like some of our best fight cards this weekend, like not on paper, like I say, sometimes our fight cards take the names out of the equation and just look at the fights. The people in these Apex fight cards, they bring it, they bring that dog in them, bro. They, they literally are making 5K just to fight. Maybe some of them are fighting for free. So they're really just showing up just to really put on a show. And you can kind of tell that whenever you watch and the Apex cards. And I love the way they come up. They be coming up so hot. Everybody, they're like, it's like they, they got to, I don't know how far backstage is. Like, wherever the green room is, I don't know how far. But it just seems like they be taking off. Like, they had to they have to just hit the jog. Like, they be, <laughs> and I love that energy that right into it. Like, you ever watch the Ultimate Warrior and WWF at the time? And he ran and in. Like, he just ran in. And just, ah. Uh, yeah, the boy was awesome shit. Yeah, and with yeah, the and with the apex, we don't get because like uh, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I kind of noticed uh, kind of like the 
does you know pay attention to the cameras and the directoral like the cat is big into like cinematography and low-key i just be paying attention to shit like that and like they didn't do any ring walks or anything like that until the pay-per-view and they left the whole arena dark until the pay-per-view and I think it's because they don't want to show like the crowd might be a little empty during the the, the beginning fight, so they don't even right. show, show the ring walks. And the apex, they say fuck that, bro. We showing every ring walk, we showing every motherfucker song, we showing everybody's energy as they get to the ring. And that's why I kind of low key. The more I watch the apex, the more I fucked with it because it's like more. I want to say personal, but like I feel like I'm in the action without even being there. It's kind of like putting the VR and watching the, a fight. Uh, yeah, you feel the shots. That ass, and it's cool. It's always cool to hear coaches in the background because, like, that's something you miss. You miss, like, unless you're actually there, you get to hear a coach snapping on somebody the entire fight. Uh, yeah, or giving the instructions, and then if you see, like, if they're doing it, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so no, I'm becoming more of an apex fan. Well, shit. I, 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 I get money in the apex. I will say the apex is known for putting on wars. And they didn't disappoint this weekend for our MMA fans. Get the fucking rag out. We about to we gotta get, get this. We about to get this shit going. We got RDA. We got the battle of the Rafaels, but pronounced differently. We got Rafael dos Santos. I mean dos Anjos versus Rafael Vasive. We got the veteran on the block who we've already covered and who we love versus the new dog on the block. And shit, this is this is gonna be a war. This is his. This is Fazee's first first five round fight, and everyone loves his Muay Thai and his stand up. And oh, yeah. ten years ago, that's what everyone was saying about Rafael dos Anjos when he walked into the motherfucking ring, and it was like, holy shit, who is this motherfucking Muay Thai warrior on our hands? I respect it, man. This shit, I love style. I love when styles like this can cut class, can come together. It's going to be a beautiful fight. But is this going to be an Anderson Silva, Israel Adesanya type moment? Is this going to be like, uh, like, oh, okay, OG coming, oh, the OG versus the new G? And like, the winner is going to be like, the winner is probably going to be in title contenderships, title, title, um, title talks, maybe title talks. I, I kind of see it, but. I will say RDA is further in his, not further, but there's like when Anderson Silva took on Izzy, that was the Anderson Silva that we knew wasn't going to win. When we talk about one. this RDA versus Vasive, this is an RDA who's, who's looking to get another title shot before his window closes. And he's, he fucking murked most Macchiano in his last fight. Like, I was about to say, RDA's about, oh, last Talon, please. Yeah, man. I remember talking about that shit, bro. We were saying that. The fucking trainer should have threw a towel in. He looked good in his last fight. Beat the fuck out of dude. Like he's hot. Clear cut, bro. Like it, the only reason the last round was even close was because RDA showed some class and didn't want to put the put some more beating beating on him. That boy was training for him. He knew he, he was coming in for a fight. The C is gonna so be a good one, man. It has similarities because RDA does have the same notoriety as Anderson Silva especially to, like, people who really know the MMA world. But I think RDA got more fight in that dog than what Anderson Silva did against Izzy. And this is going to be a close-ass fight. Like, i seen a lot of people saying this might be fight of the year just because this is a five-rounder. we never seen Fasib go five rounds. Fasib is a fucking 
Y'all remember watching Duplessis last weekend, and he likes to throw 150% on every throw? That's for Zeev. He goes 200% to the wall, and I'm not going to lie. There was a couple fights where he looked a little tired in the third round, so that's a big question mark. Is that going to play a part? This is first five round. RDA might – he might be good to go five rounds. I mean, there was a point where RDA didn't know anything else other than 25 minutes. When it came to fighting, like he just prepared for 25 minute fights because he's a man. That's that veteran. So that's a big question mark. So I kind of want to throw that on y'all. Like we are all high on physique. We've all seen that boy in his highlight reel and him fucking head kicking Brad Riddell into oblivion. We've seen his fucking Neo Matrix weaves. We've seen it. Are y'all worried about this being his first five-round fight against a fucking warmonger like Rafael Dos Santos? Definitely definitely a tough task to be going against a vet like RDA, man, for the first five-rounder. But shit's going to be a banger, bro. I think think it's a stoppage. stoppage. Okay, man. Go ahead. And Indubitably, indubitably, I agree. I agree with you, Marcus. I had to change. I had to change the stance real quick because this get this is a different type of fight. You feel me? You feel me? This is this take. This is gonna take some dissecting and some analysis. You feel me? You really gotta do this because RDA is a fucking truck and a monster, a monster, a monster. Really, if he what he's doing to people in the ring is damn near criminal. You feel me in the octagon? But Rafael Fasid is literally. The, is literally is a Sean is a Sean Michaels type character to me. Showman, got a lot of got a lot of style. Can really can really can really do, and he's good at, and he's good technically at the same time. So Very. it's tough. So it, the 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 last thing that comes to me is the experience. He's never been in a five round fight, but can but can we make the argument that RDA's been might have been in too many five round fights? Oh, he's been in too many wars. That's a good. I haven't heard that one yet. You feel me? See, this is why we had to switch up. I had to go L on them boys. You feel me? All right, right. Detective Kev. I'll I'll take that. I will say he has seen a lot of wars, but the RDA, because I think I came into the – I picked Marciano in the last fight, and he was a fill-in fighter because I said the same thing of, RDA's been too many wars. He's not the same fighter. And he kind of shut my mouth for me. So I'll never, ever say he's been in too many wars again. He going to bring it, though, this fight. How many um fights has RDA won in a row? In a row? Uh, like his current win streak? Mm-hmm. Uh, give me one second. So he's 30, 31 and 13 right now. And... I could give y'all some of the technicals, like a, a real quick. So, he, and he's on a two-fight win streak. He beat Paul Felder, sent that boy into the booth where he is now commentating fights, and he beat <clears throat> Rocky Marciano. I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect Felder. Felder might end up being a Hall of Fame one day, but uh, and then the two. So he's on two-fight win streak, back-to-back five-round fights, and he's uh, before those two wins. He had two losses, one in 2019 and one in 2020. And it was to Michael Chiesa, number 11 in the division, a very great wrestler, a very good fighter, and Leon Edwards in a five-round fight. And, we and who's going to fight the champion? 
who's gonna fight Kamaru in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so like that's just to tell you straight up on like he's still a dog. He's not he's his his, his I do not think his best days are behind him just because he's looked good against good talent. Now let's go to the the, the tangibles. We have reach. Fazeev is winning the reach department, 71 and a half inches compared to uh, RDA's 70 inches. He has an inch and a half reach. RDA is a southpaw stance. Fazeev is a switch fighter. And a lot of these fighters coming in are all switch fighters. So I don't want to completely stress that. But like anyone who's came within the last since 2020 prospects, they're all almost switch fighters. We go to significant strike accuracy, RDA. 54.5%, 54.5%, Fazeev, 53.5%, identical. You go to takedown averages, RDA, two takedown averages of fight to Fazeev's 0.4. So this is where my next question will come up into is RDA's veteranship, he has the IQ. He could steal around, especially how I said Fazeev has kind of gassed himself out early. Maybe Fazeev doesn't get him out early. Maybe RDA has the gas tank. Do y'all see maybe see uh, RDA stealing around with wrestling? You know, this game, you know, you just take him on the ground, control him for four minutes. Cause Basiv is like a kickboxer Muay Thai fighter. He yeah, I could see him trying to ground. I definitely could see him trying to steal around with his wrestling, maybe because Fasiv might be trying to be aggressive and RDA to... is a Brazilian BJJ, bro. That boy is from the homeland. All right. You know what he's doing down there. So you know I I, I I definitely see that maybe using his IQ and just knowing that he could steal a round or two, maybe like in the later rounds also. That's he, what scares boy. me with this fight. This is this is why this most makes this fight. Kev said he wasn't too excited for this fight. That's to me is what makes this fight exciting because it really could go any way. I also feel like there's gonna be some fucking bombs thrown, man. That shit, they're gonna be hitting the fuck out of each other. See, this is what this is. What I actually, yeah, I think that's a very, very strong possibility. But what I feel like, what when I look at this fight and I look at the intangibles, I feel like I like Rafael Fasiv on his feet more over RDA. Even though I just watched RDA literally like just punch out a motherfucking grown man a couple months ago, but like I really can see see um RDA taking a lot of hits that he doesn't want to take in the first round and then taking it to the um, takedowns in the second round. And I think that's going to be when um Fasiv hits that switch. Because, like, the one thing about never being in a five-round fight is never being forced to have to put that switch on. Because usually you have to already, already come in. You already kind of have to come in driving mode already. But, like, when, what I've learned, what I learned from watching Adesanya is that, like, when true champions have that, that extra, that extra, oh, let's go. And RDA has that veteran experience, and he's shown that he has that in the past. But I feel like if the C can turn on, can turn that right there, I think that's where it comes down to. And RDA might get stopped, kid. I'm not gonna lie to you. If the C, if the C can turn that thing on, RDA might get stopped. See, that's that's what makes me wonder about this fight more than anything. Because like, it really comes down to who can turn that switch. And like, I don't know who still has that switch. In. Who's gonna put that switch on first? <laughs> That is crazy. All right. Well, I guess, I mean, I guess at this point, there ain't nothing left to say. Let's just go to the picks. We got Kev talking. I mean, is that is that your for sure pick right there? You got a stoppage? 
Yeah, I think I'm gonna call RD. I would call Frothy for C over RDA, and I want to give it three point five rounds. So what does that mean? I can go halfway into the floor. So I believe the over under for this fight is two and a half rounds, but like the but 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 the it's a heavy favorite on two and a half. Like it's a minus two hundred. Like it. So we'll for our sake here, we'll say over. Do you think it'll go over under three and a half? I think it'll go under three and a half. Oh, wait, what is that? No. I'll give you the first three rounds plus the the first half of the fourth round. Okay, yeah, I got under that. All right, Marcus, what about you? You going RDA, Fasib, you going New Dog, the war, old school warrior. I know how you feel about legends. Hey, man, I got – man, this one's tough because I like Fasib low-key a lot. Or he grew on me watching his fights and – the shit you've been sending me on Twitter, boy, I like that. I, that Muay Thai Neo shit. Is, that Muay Thai shit is nice. I I like that Muay Thai. But man, I'm going RDA, man. I'm going with the GOAT. Well, not the GOAT, but you know, I'm going with the OG. The boy has been a vet in this division. I feel like he's going to try to make a last run at the belt or in, at least to see that, you know, where it's going to take him. And I'm going to take the over on the three rounds. I think he might be able to get in like. The fourth or fifth, maybe a stoppage late rounds. But yeah, man, I'm going I'm going the the vet, man. But it's gonna be a banger. I do think it's gonna be out there in fight of the year, bro. I'm excited for this one. Definitely bro, gonna be bro, rocking on that. Bro, I respect that pick so much just off the fact that it's hard to pick against somebody. We really we literally spent about like 20, 25 minutes talking about how damn bro, that other dude's coach is a fucking asshole. Like, damn. This trainer must suck. Like he, he did not have, stop the fight. What are you doing? He must, <laughs> he, he must have did something in camp that that nigga just did not like. So he yeah, man, definitely that. coming off that last win, bro. It, it's I, I feel confident with that RDA pick right now. I respect it, man. Feeling good on that RDA pick. But yeah, woo! All right, Nick, here we go. Media, birthday boy. Let me know. This is your birthday money right now. I'm putting what the money that I was gonna use for your gift is what I'm betting on this fight. So it's like, where it's going. Bro. It's in the air. Let, let me know, man. Are we? Are we? Are you getting two gifts, or am I going in the debt? So this is this is gonna be an interesting fight. I will say this is definitely Vaziva's hardest fight to date. I was kind of leaning with Marcus earlier on, especially because I think the fight will go over three and a half rounds. I think we'll see a decision here. And I do not think RDA is going to win. I think he might steal a round or two with his wrestling and clinch. But that boy, Rafael Fasib, went up against Bobby Green, who's another great wrestler. And he beat him by unanimous decision. He didn't let him he didn't let him get a single takedown. Of course, it was a three-round fight. But I think RDA probably has some better takedowns, but I think Vasiv's been working. Like, that was also a fight a year and a half ago against Bobby Green where he showcased his good takedown defense. I think I think he's just going to put on a show here. I mean, he's minus 220. RDA is plus 180 for a reason. I think this will go five rounds. I don't think there will be a KO. And we there's a lot of similar opponents. RDA fought Marciano, five round decision. Fasiv fought Marciano, got a first round KO. We can't. There is no such thing as MMA math. We can't compare opponents, but 
that should that should show you the power behind Vasiev's hands. You, we all saw the massacre that Masiano took from RDA. So for Vasiev to get him out in the first round should show you the amount of power that he's carrying in the motherfucking hands. And not just hands. He's just like an Alex Pierre. Like, his, he can knock you out with a left or a right or a left kick or a right kick. Like, he, everything is equal when he's walking into the octagon. You don't just yes. watch from one right hand. You watch from anything he's throwing. Uh, that boy Paul know how to break it down, man. That got me over here second-guessing myself. I, but, but this is one of the scariest. I will say, when it when, when – it, like, I was on your side, Marcus, up until my pick. So, walking into this fight, this is one of the best fights I've I've seen, like, like put on paper. Like, I could sit, I could sit here and break down why RDA is gonna win right now, and I and I think I could sell people on why RDA would win. But the way I'm feeling with this birthday groove, a couple drinks in my system, and <laughs> just just. You know the aura of, of the way you know Kevin Kevin was one defeated last week. Why he just he just looked at the motherfuckers fighting. He told you who was gonna win, and that's how yeah, I'm he, feeling. That's how it came, man. That's dead ass how that shit goes. <laughs> that shit's simple, man. Don't too don't do too much. But you definitely <laughs> don't want to miss it. And but like RDA's coach is probably gonna be snapping this fight. Vasiev's coach is probably gonna be snapping this fight. And, like, you got the apex, so you're going to definitely hear it. And I would tell y'all, like, don't miss the co-main event. You have Dan and White Contender Series winner, Baralo, who went up against the Sambo champion in his last fight. And everybody was like, oh, shit, like, he might, like, he might lose. Like, this is a Sambo, this is a Dagestan warrior. And then he just beat the fuck out of him. He out wrestled him. Damn. He put the hands on him. He put him in the clint. Like he, it was, it was a beat. <laughs> the hands on like him. Like everywhere you could go, he beat the fuck out of him. So like Baralo, eleven and one, a middleweight. Izzy, watch out. Like this is another. Like he he really has looked so, so great in his last fights, and he's going up against Armin Petetsion, who is a kickboxer. And like he's seven and one, he has like his numbers are similar to Sugar Sean O'Malley's. Like he's just a, a great kickboxer. So that so like maybe Baralho uses his wrestling and wins it. But if he just stands up with him, this should be just a fun fight for a co-main event. Hey man, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> Definitely gonna be locked in on this one, man. Boy got the cheesecake factory. I see you. Oh, that's that. That's that Brian Barbarina money. <laughs> no cap, but motherfucking, hey man, that boy Paul was here. He would be in it, so I'm gonna eat it for him. <laughs> Happy you birthday, did. Happy birthday, man. On some real shit though, people don't understand how much this man actually does this shit, dog. Motherfucking, my boy stays up till five a.m., four a.m. on a regular basis. I know because when I'm up till four a.m. on doing some dumb shit on Twitter, he gonna text me. So motherfucking. This man stays up all the time to go fix the podcast. He's the one that kind of keeps it alive. He's the one that makes sure we get everything up to date. He's the reason why every Friday we stay on this shit. Hey, Paul, so shout out to you, man. Happy birthday, dog. Enjoy your fucking day, bro. And it's going to be a great fucking weekend of fights, man. Paul, pick him, man. The GOAT. 
I had to finish my drinks for this podcast. Oh, yeah. And I appreciate you because I'm going to fuck up. This is some Oreo cheesecake. <laughs> I, I said, I got to get fancy. Man, that bit look good. Well, shit, my birthday is Friday. This episode will be out Friday, so I'm happy if y'all are still listening. The fight will be Saturday, and I'll definitely be watching, as will these boys right here. We got a stacked main event, RDA versus Rafael Perceive. Would this be a changing of the tide fight, or will this be an old dog another day? Stay tuned. We'll break that bitch down. Kev, let him know. Hey, man, this has been a totally blitz podcast. That boy Marcus told you, but I don't think you heard him for real. Paul made sure to tell you, but I don't think you heard him for real. So I'm going to let you know for the one time that you's a bitch. Fuck Derek. You problem quick. Being problematic. Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools. You can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't nothing. Passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever 